that is so well done by Ava Cassidy. And sometimes I think we all wish we could at some point uh, fly over the rainbow and um, where little bluebirds fly. But um, today there is there are no rainbows. There's just lots of rain. And it's uh, the 10-day weather forecast. Periods of rain, high 52 degrees. Oh, we are so spoiled. When we look at 52 degrees as the ultimate ultimate suffering here in Laguna Beach. Because, um, yeah, well, periods of rain, high 52. Winds south southeast at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Chance of rain, 100%, you say? I got, about got rained out getting in here. Rainfall around half an inch. Localized flooding to be expected. Humidity, well, not even 100%, but 80%. That's pretty high. And let's look forward to the week. Let's see if we're get, what's going to happen. This is exciting news here. Um, well, Sunday, partly cloudy. And a 24% chance of rain. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, showers, showers, showers. And then we have a reprieve on Thursday and Friday uh sunny and sunny now can we depend on the weather reports i don't think so after this last week we (laughs) well it was the schizophrenic weather week i have to say it was hailing it was snowing it was sunshiny and bright and then it was thunder and then there was wind and you know we had a bit of everything in there um which was exciting mother nature you know so that's the weather report here in laguna beach on KXFM 104.7, Craig on Rainbow Radio, this bright, uh, bright, overcast and cloudy, rainy day here in, in <clears throat> Southern California. Some, a phenomenon we're not used to, <laughs> but uh, I digress. So uh, let's, let's, I have a special guest today. She should be calling in at any moment. So if I drop in, um, if I drop the, uh, whatever i'm doing and go live let me give you a little uh taste of who uh, is calling in her name is kareen d d e mez maker and who is kareen well she puts on uh she's an uh, an event organizer and she puts on the largest for women only uh event and i've heard it i'm pronouncing it abitha it's Ibiza, and I call it Ibiza, but Ibiza is kind of th, th, Z-A is th, Velvet Ibiza, or Velvet Ibiza, however you want to go. It's an all-inclusive five-day, five-night party, and it's in um, Ibiza. And what is Ibiza? Where is Ibiza? Well, as you might ask, Ibiza is one of the Balearic Islands in the archipelago of Spain, in the Mediterranean Sea. It is well known for its lively nightlife. Uh, and where major European nightclubs have summer outposts. It's also the home of quiet villages, yoga retreats, and beaches. Lined with hotels, bars, shops, and a, to a quieter sandy coast, backed by the pine-clad hills found all around the coast. The photographs are fabulous, so... You're not doing anything. When is the event? Well, we're going to ask her why she does this and uh, and all about this event. She's going to be calling in. And that is Corinne. Corinne Demesmaker. So the news this week. I was in the news this week. Did you know it? <laughs> if you want to see me on Channel 7, uh, go to uh, YouTube and just type in Craig Cooley, uh, Laguna Beach, Channel 7. And uh, a YouTube video pop up. Um, I was interviewed on the beach along with the with the mayor, uh, Bob Whalen. Uh, not at the same time. It was me and then him. But it's all about the Rainbow Lifeguard Tower that has been um, dedicated. Uh, well, it's been funded by two very generous people here in our community. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher their names, uh, so I'm not gonna go there right now at the moment. But uh, they donated money to the city to to colorize one of the lifeguard towers, and we have a plaque, a dedication plaque, which I will give more about. So our plan is this summer is to dedicate it and honor the two gentlemen that donated uh, 
the funds so that we could have this rainbow colored lifeguard tower at West Street Beach. How appropriate is that? Yeah. So I'm excited about that. It, it gets some really good news. Uh, you know, Long Beach has one, Hermosa Beach, Venice Beach, and uh, I'm leaving one out that eludes me at the moment. But Laguna Beach, which doesn't, and will be the first one within Orange County. How about that? So we talk about the orange curtain. So the curtain's being pulled pulled open here. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm pleased. I'm so pleased. And the city's been so, so supportive of diversity. I call the rainbow flag, and a lot of people call it the... Um, uh, they call it the gay flag. I call it the, well, even the guy uh, that uh, created it back in the late 70s, early 80s, um, he didn't call it the gay flag. It was called the diversity, the humanity, and a few other things because the colors were intended to represent all, all of the uh, components that make us up as far as spiritual and and uh love and then all the cultures of the world and the diversity of the world so that was the message behind all the rainbow colors and it's become uh popular as a gay gay icon but uh it's to me it's about acceptance of diversity and um all those good things but anyway so that's coming up this summer, I hope, in during June, which is Pride Month, as we may all know here in Laguna Beach, as proclaimed by the city of Laguna Beach a few years ago, uh, that it is heritage and culture for LGBT community and the contributions that have been made to the community. Bob Whalen even mentions that in the little spiel he gives on, KX, on um, Channel 9, ABC, L.A., and David Gonzalez uh, was the interviewer. Nice young man. And uh, off camera, we had a nice interview. And uh, uh, he's very, um, very, a very, very nice person as a reporter. I, you know, <laughs> you say attorneys are not always nice. Sometimes reporters are uh, like deucey. <laughs> Um But he's, uh, he's wonderful. So. I'll go along with that. Anyway, that that happened this week. That was Monday, so uh, it's that is recent news. Yeah, I'm so happy about that. So, what about speaking of news? Let's get let's uh, until I hear from Corinne, who should be like in, at uh, any minute now, about half that, fifteen minutes after the hour. And if for some reason, as I'm not sure where she is, she might be in Spain. If if it doesn't if she can't get through, um, either on Zoom or on the phone, we're all ears here. I do have lots of news, so never fear. <laughs> I'm all trying to be the Boy Scout, always prepared. So let's let's go on to on this week in history, and uh, and I'm still waiting on my publicist to get the book. Mario, are you are you paying attention? <laughs> oh Lord, someday I'm going to get him on here. He's the mystery person in the in Rainbow Radio. Um, he, I don't know for all the, all the people he's bumped into in the industry, he's an industry specialist. Uh, he's a little, um, a little, uh, I don't know, withdrawn to be on the radio. I don't know what that's all about, but, um, we'll embarrass him as best we can get him on the air. Anyway, let's go on on this day in history, February, uh, the 25th, which is today, <clears throat> Wisconsin becomes the first state in the U S to enact the statewide gay rights statute. Not a statue, statue, a statuette. <coughs> Excuse me, there's a huge difference. And, oh, on February 25th, Ten Tennessee Williams dies at the age of 71 in his suite at the Hotel Elysee in New York City. Uh, I'm going to elaborate on Tennessee Williams. He did the stage. He did wrote the stage play for a cat on a hot tin roof, and he's a gay playwright. And it and it had uh, Liz Taylor and um, Paul Newman. It's an old movie, you know. Uh, youngsters probably never heard of Liz Taylor and Paul and Paul Newman, although they may have heard of Liz Taylor. I don't know. Anyway, it was cloaked as a. <clears throat> it got a lot of awards, but 
it was essentially a gay story about uh, a young man with a very attractive woman, which was Liz Taylor. And there was a lot of family dynamics and money involved. Well, it's been re it, it, but they cast it so that if you didn't know it was gay, you wouldn't know it was gay. If you if you weren't gay, you know, it's kind of like if you saw the innuendo, you understood it. But if you didn't see the innuendo, you would just think it was a really good story, you know. Uh, so about family dynamics. So it, it's kind of always been the gay, the gay knowledgeable people know that it's what it's really their story really was and certainly being a Tennessee Williams. So when they produced the movie, they, they kind of pushed it in a little bit of a different direction. So it was more palatable for the common, uh, for, I guess for the, I don't want to say common, but uh, more palatable for general consumption, let's say. Uh, so now there's a stage play in New York. <clears throat> yes, indeed. And it's Tennessee Williams original script and it's, uh, and it's all, <laughs> it's, <clears throat> excuse me it's it's um a more true to the original storyline i can't wait it's i guess it's getting rave reviews i hope it comes to the west coast and fairly soon i hope they do it justice uh, but it is getting rave reviews and cat on a hot tin roof uh and, and essentially the word is if the tin roof is too hot get off the roof essentially what it is the message there but it's a wonderful a wonderful old movie if you care to watch it uh, Burl Ives is in it, and like I said, um, Liz Taylor and uh, a lot of other luminaries. So, so anyway, that I digress. Tennessee Williams died at the age of 71. Moving right along, but that was a long sidetrack, to February 26th. In 1990, refusing to consider the case of Ben Shalom versus Stone, and Woodward versus the United States, the U.S. Supreme Court effectively upholds the right of the American military to discharge gays and lesbians of the armed forces. <coughs> really? And that was 1990. Well, things changed, that's for sure. On February 27th, on this day in history, in 1989, the USSR reports the case of 29 infants and six mothers who all contracted AIDS in the same hospital through a single unsterile syringe that was used over and over again wow just for not just for aids but for just general health why would they i guess if that's all they had i don't know or maybe they did that to a i don't know who knows the moving right along february 28th in 1971 the new york times published a front page story with a headline more homosexuals aired, aided to become heterosexuals. Isn't that great? Got to eradicate them homos. Mm -hmm. well, I don't think so. March 1st. Uh, in 1977, Blue Boy Forum, which bills itself as the U.S. first gay-oriented TV show, debuts on New York Cable and in, 19, in 2012, Maryland passes legislation to legalize gay marriage, becoming the eighth state to do so. All right, moving along to, must be March 2nd. On this day in history, 1976, Mayor George Sullivan of Anchorage, Alaska, vote, vetoes a municipal civil rights ordinance that would have extended protections in housing and employment to LGBT people people proclaiming that people of Anchorage should not be forced to associate with sexual deviates. Oh, he's just doing the right thing, right? George Sullivan, hmm, 76. Well, he's probably up for re-election and needed a cause, a wedge issue. 1982, that still doesn't ex excuse it. 1982, Wisconsin becomes the first U.S. state to outlaw discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. Wisconsin, good on you. Joe, are you out there in Wisconsin, in Fond du Lac, <laughs> listening to me? In 1985, the FDA licenses the first HIV blood test. In 2002, Jason West, mayor of New Paltz, New, that's a hell of a name, New Paltz, New York, <laughs> was charged with 19 criminal counts of Solomonizing marriages without a license. Oh. He has solemnized a number of same-sex marriages in his town. Oh. Guess they were out to get him. Uh, okay. In 2011, the Wyoming Senate votes down a bill 
Bill number 74, which would have banned recognition of same-sex marriages performed out of state. Lovely Wyoming. Oh, moving along to March 3rd. On this day in history, the last on this day in history, this today. In 2010, Congress approves a law signed in December of 2009 that legalizes same-sex marriage in Washington, D.C., in District of Washington, D.C. And there you have it on this day in history on KXFM 104.7. That was short and sweet. <laughs> I didn't go off on, on too many tangents. I do have some news about Tennessee, though. I wanted to pop this in here real quick because uh, I think it's sad. Tennessee will be the first state to restrict drag shows. Oh, my gosh. This week, Tennessee lawmakers <clears throat> passed a national, uh, the nation's first bill restricting public drag performances. It was the first to pass, but there are at least 20 similar bills proposed around the country by, by who? By Republican politicians. That's what it says. Sorry, folks. That's what it says. They all seem to be Republicans. Can't deny what's happening there. The specifics, the bill criminalizes adult cabaret entertainment on public property or anywhere children might see. Mm, this is adult, I guess, a drag show is adult cabaret entertainment. It puts male or female impersonators, i.e. drag performers, into that category, regardless of the content of their performances. First-time offenders would be charged with misdemeanor and subsequent offenders would face a felony, a felony of up to six years in prison. So there's a drag queen I was telling a friend of mine that she, he made a lot of history by selling Tupperware and having Tupperware parties. Well, all the girls in the neighborhood, real girls, loved it. They had a guy that could come and entertain them, and 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 he sold tons. Of, I don't know if he's still doing it, but tons of Tupperware. Very successful, and I think Tupperware, they didn't know how to deal with it, you know. Um, but he was the number one seller, you know. Money talks, and so so I guess in Tennessee, he he no longer could sell Tupperware because you know it's um, inappropriate according to Tennessee law. So. He could uh, go to prison for up to six years just for selling Tupperware. Mm -hmm. uh, I digress. Uh, uh, proponents of the bill said it protects children from sexualized performances, though the critics note that the state already has obscenity laws in place that ban things like nudity and sexual content in front of minors. Oh, but let's throw something on top of it. I don't know. What does it mean? It eliminates all age. All age is drag shows like drag brunches and drag queen story hours and severely limits what will be possible at public pride parades. The language in the legislation uh, could also be interpreted to apply to trans people doing any kind of performance, not just drag, critics warn. Hmm. Go to prison. How long? Three years? Oh, six years. Hmm. Felony. Have a felony on a felony record. It doesn't end with drag. At least 340 anti-LGBTQ bills that LGBTQ plus bills that range from limiting gender-affirming care to mandating which bathroom people can use have been introduced in the U.S. this year, according to the Human Rights Campaign (HRC). A wonderful organization, by the way. Um, it's not just for gays; it's for all human rights for everyone around the world. Uh, if you have <coughs> a moment. It's well worth checking out HRC. Absolutely. And in other news, <laughs> I'm rolling on, the, on with the news here. Uh, the first openly lesbian football team in Europe launches new kit in LGBTQ History Month. How about that? <laughs> so I love this. This is... Uh, Past and present members of the first openly gay women's football team in Europe have spoken of the importance of the wonderful club as it launches a new kit during, I guess it's a term for a group of, you know, team, LGBT History Month. A February marks LGBT History Month as well as Football versus Homophobia Month. That's interesting. <laughs> which offers those who, uh, with a connection to, 
uh, Hackney, a women's football club, HWFC, the chance to highlight the valuable contribution it makes to the LGBT scene. Uh, it recently teamed up with a creative We Are Fearless to design and launch a new kit on February 16th, which represents HWFC's position as a pioneer in the football space. The kit has our slogan on the sleeve, playing with pride since 1986. It's got its progress flag and a black triangle, which was reclaimed by lesbians. So how about that? First openly lesbian football team. Maybe I should ask uh, Corinne if she shows up uh, about that. I'm going to set that aside, see if she knows about that. Yeah. And uh, moving along, Spain passes a law allowing people to freely change gender from age 16. Yeah. How about that? There's a lot more news here. All right, I'm, um, I'm going to uh, take a short music break here. And there's some more news I want to uh, arrange for you properly. And uh, I will be right back. Craig, KXFM 104.7. I hope you're surviving. You know, this is a kind of weather um, like I did yesterday. I made chicken soup. And I made healthy. I didn't put any starch in it. But I made chicken soup with uh, all the ingredients from Trader Joe's. It's really easy. Brown some chicken thighs, you know. <laughs> Get the vegetable soup starter mix they have which is all cut up sliced and diced you know you just throw it in there and uh i put some um pasta sauce some uh, three cheese pasta sauce with it and uh, yeah a little butter a little cream it's all good yeah um so uh it's that kind of weather and then you can sit back and maybe uh read a book i actually have two or three that i've started and i don't know maybe two years ago <laughs> well one i started six months ago but i need to get back to that this this kind of weather i think it's good for the soul it's, it's chill weather yeah here we go <laughs> jamie cullum or cullum scott sorry She loves you better than I can And yeah, I know it's stupid But I just gotta see it for myself I'm in the corner Why do you kiss her?
so near The lights come up, the music dies But you don't see me standing here Oh, that is Colin uh, Scott And he he's, that song's so hot and so good I featured him last week, and I it was worth repeating. <laughs> so, so I, I, I creating some news here. Uh, we all have heard of Chat GPT, and uh, you can put a question in and get a get a response. Um, like uh, it's artificial intelligence, if you didn't know. And so, I last a couple weeks ago, I think maybe maybe it's last week. I can't remember. I asked a couple questions about uh, to write a, a, a blurb on certain topics. And so this week I did another one just because it's kind of fun. And I share with you what the response is. But before I get to that, I want to give a shout out to my friend Sam up in L.A. who's listening today, I think, for the first time. And uh, Sam, good friend, a dear friend. Thanks for tuning in. How about that? Uh, so anyway, the question I put forth to this artificial intelligence, because I, I, you know, it's with us whether we want it or not. So uh, 10 best, I, this is what I wrote that I want it to respond to, 10 of the best statistics of California and why California is such a great state. So it writes it kind of an essay format and it comes back and I thought, because I, I honestly, I like California for all of the criticism and everything keeps for I don't know, for 20 years I've been hearing, oh, California's going to hell, going to hell, going to hell. But you know what? I don't, I kind of disagree with that. <laughs> and it has, certainly it has its problems. It, you know, it it's a big state. There's a lot of people that live here and there's a lot of things to examine and look at. And there's a lot of things that need help. Yes. But can we look at some of the positives? So I, that's what I put out there. And I thought, well, let's be positive. So here is the response. The top 10 statistics. I guess it reminds me of David Letterman, <laughs> the top 10. Anyway, <clears throat> here are the top 10 statistics that highlight the unique characteristics of California and why it is such a great state. The number one, California is the most populous state in the United States with an estimated population of over 39 million people as of 2021. 39, my goodness. Number two, the state has the largest economy of any state in the United States and is the fourth largest economy in the world, ahead of Germany. The fourth largest economy in the world. How many countries it is exceeds in, a, in econo an economy? With a gross domestic product of $3 trillion, California is home, number three, California is home to most of the prestigious universities in the world, including Stanford University, the University of California, Berkeley, and the California Institute of Technology. Yes. Number four, the state has a diverse population. I love this. With over 44% of its residents identifying as Hispanic or Latino and over 15% identifying as Asian. Number five, California has a rich history of technological innovation with Silicon Valley serving as the hub of the global tech industry. Mm -hmm. Number six, the state has the largest agriculture cultural sector in the United States producing over 400 different commodities and accounting for over 50 billion in revenue annually. That's huge. That's the Central Valley. I love the Central Valley. And number seven, California is home to some of the most iconic landmarks and natural wonders in the world, including the Golden Gate Bridge, Yosemite National Park, and Death Valley. Number eight, the state has a progressive political culture that has been the forefront of many social and environmental movements, such as the civil rights movement and the fight against climate change. Number nine, California has a diverse economy with major industries ranging from ent entertainment to aerospace and biotechnology. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and number 10, drum roll. <laughs> the state has a thriving cultural scene with world-renowned museums, theaters, and music venues. Overall, California is a great state because of its diversity, innovation, natural beauty, and cultural richness, as well as its leadership in social and environmental progress. 
and a couple other notes I found. Uh, more autos are manufactured, more automobiles are manufactured in California than anywhere in North America, including Mexico and Canada and anywhere else. More and and more. And the number one automobile sold in California is Tesla. Number one and the number two models. It is now the fourth largest economy in the world and the largest manufacturing state in the USA. So, you know, I don't know. I can understand why some people want to move to Wyoming, but I love California. <laughs> so that's my positive spin. I think I might ask a question each week <laughs> and share it with everyone. If you have a question you'd like me to ask the artificial intelligence... Um, go to Craig at rainbow-radio.com and uh, send me a message, Craig at rainbow-radio.com and I will ask the, the big brain <laughs> a provocative question. Uh, you know, some of the other ones I asked was about taking Laguna Beach off the power grid and I got a nice long response on that. And uh, what was the other one? It was... Uh, well, what what is the beauty of Laguna Beach? It explains, uh, oh, the gay culture of in Laguna Beach explains that as well. So, yeah. So if you've got a if you've got an appropriate question for Rainbow Radio and and the big brain on the computer, this <laughs> uh, this tune me in and and send me a message and I'll I'll get it on the air. Yeah. And and I I'm I promise you <laughs> next week. That's Craig at rainbow-radio.com. Do it today. Do it now. Make it simple, fun. I'll, 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 and uh, <clears throat> put your name on it. <laughs> that would be nice.
I definitely don't think I'm better off alone. I'm better off with someone. I just having a hell of a time finding that someone. Oh, yes, back to Singles Awareness Week, which was date, which was the 15th. I'm still working on that one. Anyway, I have an announcement. Pride Night at the Honda Center in the with the Anaheim Ducks. Pride with the Ducks. So this it's the second year I know of that uh, this is happening. And Radiant Healthcare Centers is, that's what it's all about. So it's Friday, March 3rd, which is coming right up at 7 p.m. And Radiant Healthcare Center has reserved a block of seats to celebrate the Ducks Pride Night. How about that? So um, you can buy tickets. Um, uh, I guess I need to just give you the, the URL. I don't know how else you're going to find it. So if you've got pen and paper, <laughs> you could write it down. I suppose I could put it on the website for later, but uh, that would probably be a nice thing to do. Anyway, uh, that is March 3rd. Mark it on your calendar, 7 p.m. And there's a special section for the Ducks Pride Night. So if you're a ducker, uh, that's the way to go. Uh, they, ha they have it uh, reserved. And you can get tickets by going to bit.ly forward slash rhc ducks. So that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash R-H-C ducks. Uh, R-H-C stands for Radiant Healthcare. And then ducks, of course, is what it's all about. So, and uh, yeah, and you can get tickets. And that's Pride Night at the Honda Center with the Anaheim Ducks. How fun is that? So it's March 3rd at 7 p.m. Yeah, March 3rd. There you go. I'll put it on uh, rainbow-radio.com's website. Uh, but just in case I slip up, remember that URL. Sometimes I do, yeah. I'm only human. Um so there's some other news here I want to share with you. And it's kind of a mixed bag, I have to say. So, uh, But it's all worthy of um, some some notoriety. Some good, some not so good. Uh, yeah, and um, some pro progress. Yeah. Uh, this is about uh, our lovely Facebook, which is now Meta, you know. Meta profited from anti-LGBTQ plus ads. Mm-hmm. Well, shocking. I suppose they would. You want to run an ad against LGBT people, TQ people? You can go to go to uh, the Meta Facebook and you can run an ad. How about that? Despite Meta entering a float in the Sydney Mardi Gras. So that's quite a contradiction. They, they make money on anti-LGBTQ ads, yet they put a float in the city, Sydney Mardi Gras. Yeah, Meta, This here it goes. Meta has accepted thousands of dollars from Australian groups promoting an anti-LGBTQ plus message on Facebook, despite the social media company having a float in the Sydney gay and lesbian Mardi Gras. To show its support for the community, Meta staff and Instagram influencers are preparing to march on Sydney's Oxford Street on Saturday under the theme of Connect with Pride by Instagram, powered by Meta, hmm. as one of the more of 200 floats in the parade. But a Guardian Australian analyzes analysis of recent ads on Facebook through the company's ads transparency page reveals Meta is profiting from groups promoting anti-trans and anti-gay messaging, including one ad claiming drag queen event was an attempt to sexualize innocent toddlers. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Stop that stuff. What's his name? What's that guy's name? The head of <laughs> Facebook. See, when I don't like something, I tend to forget it, and that's why I forgot his name already. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Come on, Zuckerberg. Clean it up. Okay, Nambia. Attorney General defends homosexuality ban. 
Mm-hmm. Isn't that lovely? In South Africa, Africa, again, as a continent, it's all over the place. It's kind of schizophrenic. They're, some places are very liberal and embracing. Other places are, oh, oh, oh my goodness. Festus. What a name. Festus. <laughs> I think if you watched Gunsmokes year, years ago, there was a character named Festus. Oh my gosh. Uh, if you remember that one, you are old, really old. <laughs> Festus Mendeka, the attorney general of Nambia, has described homosexuality as unacceptable, acceptable and immoral and to bid in a bid to uphold the country's discriminatory, discriminatory ban on same-sex sexuality. He made the statement in an affidavit submitted by window high court in response to a case lodged by activist Fridel de Saab challenging the constitutionality of the law criminalizing sodomy. Oh, he said for Nambians, homosexual conduct is immoral and unacceptable. I deny that the mere existence of the sodomy law promotes the stigmatization of stigmatization of gay men, he said. Anyway, uh, it's morally taboo to our. Anyway, heck with him. Muslims hold an anti-gay protest today. Now, I always thought Muslims were pretty. Uh, I don't know, um, accepting. On, on, I guess in certain circles, apparently not. Muslims across the country today are expected to hold a peaceful demonstration against homosexuality. Mm-hmm. According to a communication from Uganda Muslim Supreme Council. Isn't that lovely? Uh, there's a lot more to it, but that was what the Muslims are doing in Uganda, in Africa. Moving along to Spain. Spain passes a law allowing people to freely change gender from age 16 while here in the united states they want to throw the parents in jail if they allow their kids to uh, make it a criminal offense okay after months and sometimes heated debate within the ruling left wing spanish mps on thursday gave final approval to a law allowing people to freely change their gender from age 16 at that time when other European countries are holding back on this controversial subject, the so-called transgender law, which is uh, the battle horse of the radical left wing, um, allows people to change their gender on their identity papers by means of a simple administrative declaration at the age of 16. Up to now, the transgender people needed a medical diagnosis by several doctors of gender, gender dysphoria, which is a psychological condition of feeling mismatched with one's biological sex and gender identity. You know, other, peop- other people just want to get into other people's stuff, you know? And how unkind is that? <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. So, uh, yeah. Uh, this was kind of a fun one. <laughs> in, uh, where are we? In Aust- Australia. Apparently, <laughs> I find this one fun. And, you know, Australia's accidental world pride icon. They created a world pride icon uh, by accident. I guess um, in front of... Uh, where is it? They have a 10-meter great white shark on display in front of uh, the, one of their major museums in Australia. And they decided that they were going to put color rainbow colors for the rainbow celebration. So it goes on, what if we put a giant model shark, in a, the giant model shark, which they have on display, in a rainbow swimsuit? Like many great ideas, the pitch for Progress Shark, a recent Australian viral sensation, was equal parts ridiculous and brilliant. The Australian Museum wanted to create a vivid and unique sign to welcome hundreds of thousands of visitors to Sydney 
as the city hosts a month-long World Pride Festival from Friday. And somewhat serendipitously, <laughs> they already had a 10-meter great white or white shark displayed in front of the museum on one of the city's busiest intersections. We went, right, well, how about we just cover it with a rainbow, <laughs> says Australia Armanda Ferrar, head of the museum's Pride Committee. The result, its creators say, is a queer celebration, a bold, colorful, colorful, and tasseled homage to Lycra. <laughs> I love it. And there's a picture of it. It's this huge white shark on the street with rainbow colors. It's uh, just, you know, if you want to know more about it, you got to go to Altura, A-L-T-U-R-I.com, and there's an article there. And this was uh, released in the BBC, but the article is there in, in the great, the great white shark so don't don't rain on my parade <laughs> if you know what i mean yeah don't tell me not to live just sit and putter life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter don't bring around a cloud to rain on my Someone takes a spill, it's me and not you Who told you you're allowed to rain on my parade I'll march my band out I'll beat my drum And if I'm found out Your turn at bat, sir At least I didn't fake it, hat, sir I guess I didn't make it But whether I'm the rose of sheer perfection Or freckle on the nose of life I couldn't have said it better, Barbara. <laughs> Don't rain in my parade. So uh, speaking of, here's some more rain. I'm sorry, but I, I got a, more news. U.S. Republicans, this is the, in the news. I can't, you can't change what's going on. Target transgender youth health care in legislative push. Why do people want to get into other people's stuff when it's, does it really affect them? It's just that they're moral they want to impose their moral ideologies on other people. Why don't they keep... Uh, it goes on. February 16th, Republican legislators across the United States have escalated campaign to ban certain health care for transgender youth, in some cases seeking to charge parents and doctors with child abuse, 
if they provide treatment. This year's legislative agenda, unprecedented in the number of and the scope of bills around transgender issue, issues also include measures to block teachers from using pronouns that match the student's gender identity, ban trans girls from playing on girls' sports teams, and require trans people to use the bathroom corresponding to their sex assigned at birth. The aggressive legislation push comes as battles over gender and sexual sexuality increasingly are being fought in U.S. classrooms, courtrooms, and political campaigns. Republicans, including former President that person, have embraced restricting trans rights ahead of the 2024 White House race and push trans advocates' fear will harm transgender children. So, again, if they have that much time to spend on that, why don't they spend it on, instead of mongering fear, why don't they spend it on, I don't know, get, getting out of other people's lives and doing things that are good for the good cause. That's what I say. I think I already saw Spain is changing identity countries that, <coughs> changing identity countries that make it easy. Spain on Thursday joined a small group, and we already went that, uh, of nations to allow people to change their gender on their ID card, a simple administrative declaration. Several countries have scrapped requirements for people who want to change their gender registered at their birth to undergo medical or psychological treatments. Other countries did, which it's great. Uh, AFP looks at the situation worldwide. According to International Lesbian and Gay Association, IGLA, at least 25 UN member states allow for legal gender recognition without prohibitive requirements. But only a handful of countries allow transgender people to change their status with a simple declaration. In some countries, the legal administrative process can take years and may include requirements such as psychiatric diagnosis, hormone treatment, gender reassignment, surgery, and even sterilization. Why? I don't. <laughs> What's the positive outcome of requiring all that? What is the benefit? I don't get it. All right. I, I, I digress. Uh, okay. And there's a bill to uh, restrict in the United States uh, transgender people from military service. Florida Senator Marco Rubio. On Thursday introduced, uh, that was this week, Thursday introduced legislation that would disqualify most people with a history of gender dysphoria from serving in the U.S. military. The bill would also require troops to identify as their biological sex in, and anyone who has received transgender surgery not to be eligible to serve. Backers of the legislation include Heritage Action and the Family Research Council. Indiana Representative Jim Banks is expected to introduce a campaign oh, can't introduce champion legislation or oh, companion legislation uh, to the U.S. House. Uh, what is the history of bans like this? After some litigation, former President Donald Trump in 2019 instituted a policy that restricted transgender individuals from involvement in the military. Transgender personal Personnel already serving were allowed to continue. President Joe Biden repealed the policy in 2021 shortly after taking office. Disgusting. You know, I like that. Don't rain on my parade. <laughs> my parade is about ended. I uh, have to apologize. Um, my guest did not make it. And uh, if she is in Spain, which I... I believe she is. She may have had uh, a time challenge, uh, Corinne. She'll probably call in here in the next 20 minutes, getting the wrong hour. So I apologize to my guests. I put uh, quite a message out there and campaign for her. Uh, it's a wonderful event she is doing in Isbeth. And um, I would love to know more. So maybe this next Saturday we can get her in and find out. Hopefully she's all right. She, uh, there's so much going on in this world. And uh, hopefully she can join us then. 
And again, I, my apologies to my listening guests. We had fun anyway. Uh, no one rained on my parade, did they? <laughs> I want to thank you for tuning in on this rainy uh, Southern California day where the weather is changing every day and not following the prescribed weather reports as we keep putting out there. But uh, we can't help that. That's Mother Nature at her best. She's very indecisive. You know, women, that's a woman's prerogative to change their mind. <laughs> so they say. I don't know. That sounds very prejudicial. And it's the Bewitching Hour, 10 o'clock. I want to thank 